Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Even when you're not rich, man, you're, once, you, once you found yourself, you know where you're going in life. It's just, it's just happiness inside of you. I know something great's going to happen. I don't know when, but I just, I know it's going to happen. Film director Azri Bandasha in his new documentary, The Pursuit of Greatness, follows a struggling young artist named John Rise uh, while he figures out life, family, trying to become a famous act, a famous rapper. And then Azri himself is also a hip hop fan, but also this amazing um, film, film creator, film director. And he's trying to explore what hip hop is like in this new digital age. Yeah. And with that... I want to welcome Azri to the library. With Thank Monica. you so much. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So, you know, I you know, went to the screening the other night which was, and got to watch the film, and it was wonderful to watch. I mean, it was a great story that you told the entire time. The character's cast is interesting, yeah. so to say. <laughs> uh, but, but you obviously, you're introduced, we're introduced to you as this filmmaker. Yeah. But you are also this person who loves hip-hop. I do love hip-hop, like... I grew up with hip-hop, and I'm French, Algerian, and uh, so for people who don't know, French is the second hip-hop market in the world after the U.S., so we were in the early 90s, late 80s, we were like bombarded with hip-hop, very like straight away, and uh, so I grew up with this music, and that's the music I love, like really, like I've been raised with hip-hop. One thing, what what was that first kind of piece of music that really got your attention but also at the same time since i mean since you're you're being bombarded with american hip-hop yeah, right yeah 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 and you're and you're not you i don't even right? speak english right, right. i don't even so understand what is it that spoke to you at this time that it was know. like so my brother i have an older brother it was like at that time i was eight and i think it was like 12 and he got this cd it was the first album uh of snoop dogg i think it was doggy style nice yeah and there was this truck murder was the case in this album and i remember my brother was playing it like 24 hours a day <laughs> and i didn't understand the lyrics but the atmosphere of this truck was super dark at the time mm-hmm. it was like extremely dark and i felt very attracted to it there was like something so even if i didn't know the lyrics i was like moved by the the flow the rhythm so everything like the music mm. and uh but before we we had like MTV, when MTV arrived in France, we had like um, the first thing I will say was MC Hammer, I think. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah nice. that was one of these music videos like yeah. they were putting, and uh, that's the one I was like, oh, I want to dance like this too, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's how it started. So, when did you transition to uh, this love of film and film 
uh, film culture and you know actually so uh, I was like doing a little bit of music video doing like some video for like some commercial for online digital video like really boring stuff and uh, I actually had this camera and I had this idea of doing my first documentary which was about social media influencer that you can find on Netflix I'm proud of it nice. I'm, jo- I'm joking awesome. I'm yeah. joking <laughs> uh, so yeah so I just like one day decided to to tell my story you know what I mean I just like everybody's taking cameras phones and everything and doing a lot of content but I like films and documentaries so I didn't want to do anything like YouTube very fast or like social media video so uh, I made a documentary and then now a second one how is I'm mean, speaking of every, you just said it, everyone's doing videos mm. how, how with this market or with this 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 field, so yeah, I say yeah. like I mean like a lot of fields like podcasting as well and you know being flooded. How how do you how hard is it to try to figure out how to con- you know stand out? Like knowing you present something that is yeah, going to yeah. make you stand out from the bunch. Well, I don't you, I don't think about it like when I when I do something and I, that's not just like words. It's like I do it for myself first. Like I don't care. Like people always think that I've done follow me. Uh, after I met Netflix, and then they told me, okay, you, that we can finance you. I was like, no, I did follow me. I finished it. I produced it and everything. And later on, Netflix came on board. You know what I mean? And it's the same for this documentary. I don't think of, I don't have any expectation. I'll do it because I wanted to see a documentary about hip-hop that mm. I'll enjoy. Mm. Because now it, all of the documentary that I've seen, it's always about East Coast versus West Coast and like uh, Surge Knight and Death Row and Biggie and Tupac. And it's like... I've seen that. I'm done with that. But I haven't really seen anything about what's happening right now. Hmm. What do you, from your experiences right now, what are you kind of what are, what are the major similarities and kind of differences between hip hop culture and and film culture? Um, There's no like it's it's the same. That's why like this film is about me trying show, filming someone trying to achieve something, which is this guy John trying to become a rapper. My name is John Rice, and I'm a rapper. I'm really big Jonathan. But at the same time, by doing this film, I'm also trying to become a successful filmmaker. So our life, it's the same. It's very similar. So that's how I was like hip-hop or film or whatever, or even podcast you're saying. It's like those fields are really hard because everyone, everyone wants to be in it. You know what I mean? But a lot of people have expectation, which probably can be financial expectation or like fame expectation. But uh, if you do it... the just for the sake of doing it for love, then it's fine. And that applies for hip hop, that applies for film, that applies for anything you do in life. The great thing about this documentary, I think, is that it, 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 what it does, it, 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 it takes two, view art, two artists, mm-hmm. uh, you being one and John being the other, and watching two people that have to trust each other, that he, you're going to have to trust him <laughs> to, to be a, you know, for, many, for, for different reasons, he doesn't have to trust you for different reasons, but also trust him that he's going to be in, interesting subject and he's gonna have to trust you that you're going to be able to capture absolutely it's like how did you how how do you build that trust everybody has uh everyone has a an interesting life not enough sometimes to be on like 24 hours you know what i mean but if you shot someone shoot someone in six weeks you probably going to have some interesting moments you know what i mean right. yeah. and so, but it it applies for everyone it's for everyone but the trust it took time for me it took a lot of time for me to trust him because especially when you bring a camera in front of someone um people can fake it oh, and yeah. we yeah. all fake yeah. it yeah, like yeah. if you put a phone in front of me and you start filming me right now like this is not 100% me you know right, right, right. Of course. so uh, so it's the same for him so it was really hard to break him like to tell him like be as natural as you can 
And that's why, like, the most natural person in the film, it's his daughter. Right. Because she doesn't even care about it. She doesn't pay attention to the camera, you know? So it makes one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It makes nine. You want me to squeeze her? Yeah, no, I mean, so, 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 just take us in uh, prior. Yeah. We obviously saw the final. I mean, we saw the version you put together, but obviously there's a lot of film that's on the cutting room floor, to sort of say. Yeah. Uh, so is a lot of that film or a good amount of that film, uh, I say, quote, unquote, you decided not to use because the trust wasn't quite there yet? No, no, no. It just, like, it doesn't fit in the story. There's things, you know. What I do, it's like I go, I film. Okay, well, I write a little bit, just a few things. I'm planning, I make some research before. I'm just like, oh, this this is an interesting topic. This is an interesting topic. But then I go and I film. And mm-hmm. I just like spend like six weeks, 24 hours filming. I really don't sleep. Like it's, wow. uh, I'm pretty intense and it lost. I drive him crazy. But, and then it's, it's like, a, it's like a cooking a meal. So you have all these ingredients and then like you have to build a story with those ingredients. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So there is things that, just doesn't fit because I don't have the right moment. I don't have the right transition or maybe it was too long to explain. And like, you know, people, it's already 81 minutes. Right. So then like, I can't do like the Godfather part two, you know what I mean? Or part <laughs> one. I wish, but I can't. So, so obviously we have a lot of, um, there's a lot of artists out there, especially now with the internet. Yeah. Um, people think they're artists. Some people are real art, you know, uh, why, why did you take this chance on like, what, what, what drew you to John and as an artist, like, why did you take, why, why him? Because he's no one. Huh. And, uh, and I think that was interesting to see like, you know, this rapper, they always tell you this beautiful story about like, uh, yeah, I struggle. I've done this, like to, to, to reach this, uh, this level. Like, you don't know the sacrifice, everything I've done. I've been full of shit, whatever, but you don't know, you never seen it. So I was wondering, like, what does it take for a guy that no one cares, no one knows? He's a rapper in his mind, you know what I mean? He's like a rapper in his bedroom, but no one knows him. So that's why it was interesting, is to see someone random, a guy who wants to be a rapper somewhere in the U.S., and what what does it take to become a rapper? What mm-hmm. what's your life and what makes you want to be a rapper? So just that's what is interesting. I don't want to film like someone famous. Right. Uh, it's not interesting. You know what I mean? Like what you're gonna first you're gonna be fake because right. like you're already famous, and uh, and there's nothing that I don't really know. You know what I mean? Like okay, you go in the studio, you do do. But I wanted to see like the struggle. That's what is interesting. When you asked John, like what does he want to get out of this? What was his response to you? No, the first response is like he wants to make to make a living out of his music. Uh, he wants to provide for his family, uh, but it's it's his passion. So he wants to live out of his passion. That's his main goal. Uh, so I wish him the best. But mm. it's a long way, and that's right. the thing. Like he doesn't, he didn't really understand that. That it takes time. Nowadays, people they think like I'm going to record in the studio, put it on YouTube, and tomorrow I'm going to be famous. Yeah, that's right. what they think. You know what I mean? Because there is like few here and there. You know, you have like recently Lil Nas put this track on TikTok. Take some time and boom, it's number one worldwide after that. Right, right. But doesn't mean you're going to sustain. You know what I mean? Like right. you need to build your fan base. You need to build your career. It, it takes time. You have to be patient. But social media and internet makes us like so impatient. Just swipe, swipe, like, swipe, swipe. Right, that's, right. That's what it is. What were your conversations like with him um, talking about music and like what was what 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 did you find were his influences that you kind of like that's bullshit. That was the yeah. first question I asked him on the phone when he contacted me. I was like, "Who do you listen? Like, who are you into?" Because I will I will not work with someone who uh, who doesn't like who, who likes 
the shittiest hip hop that right. we have sometimes. You know what I mean? Uh, not all artists, but some of them. So his main influence, I will say, like now he's 25 years old. So you have to remember he's that he's yeah, 25 yeah, years old. Yeah. Like me, I will say, like Biggie, Tupac. I'm 36, but him, it's Kendrick, uh, J Cole. I think Logic. Uh, not bad. So that's that's those artists. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? A lyricist. That's what he wants. Mm. Um, you know, I, I, I believe as, as a documentarian, you're not really supposed to, you're not supposed to get involved with your subjects or their lives, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. you're trying to supposed to hold off as much as you can because you want to have the natural feel. Were there moments, though, that you wanted to, like, as the mature adult, yeah. I guess, in the room to kind of say something like, well, if, you, if this is your plan, then what are you doing? This is, this is, you know what I mean? The thing is, like, it's a family. Yeah. It's not my family. It's his family. It's his life. So I couldn't involve in it. Like I refuse. I put some cameras, like hidden camera, a lot of time actually. There's a lot of shots that you can see that they don't even know. There's they don't even aware that there is a camera. Mm-hmm. But you can't be involved because all, you always think like, I'm not going to tell you how to raise your daughter. I'm not going to tell you how to talk to your wife. I'm not going to. But if you ask me off camera, I will tell you like there's something you can say to someone, you know, right. I mean the same, but I was like trying to be a, as much an outsider as possible. Mm-hmm. But when you're alone in the, when you're in the car with them fighting, it's like complicated, you know what I mean? So right. you just have to shut your mouth and like, okay, put your headphones and like, I'm out. You know what I mean? process. Of the 11 people who tried to force their way in at the International Friendship Park yesterday, uh, several of them already had prior criminal convictions and deportations from the USA. They've already been deported. There's a scene in it They're where you kind of uh, bring us inside. Um, you kind of somewhat go away from John and you kind of bring us, uh, you know, that glimpse of Trump's America. Yeah. Um, yeah, with yeah. Immigration policies yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. What was, uh, for the overall concept of the scene and kind of also in relationship to Film and hip hop. Uh, why? Why bring us that? There's many reasons actually. Uh, the first reason is like me. I'm interested in it. Like I'm from. Uh, I'm in Dubai. I'm living in Dubai, and or in France. We hear about the wall. Like you have no idea. Like Trump wall every day, right. every media, every time. So I was curious, and we were like super close to the border. So I was like, I want to see it. But then uh, I also realized that rappers. All, like they take positions sometimes and mainly against Trump recently, like Snoop Dogg, uh, Eminem, they make tracks against him. Like they, yeah. And then there's yeah, this polem- uh, polemic uh, problem with like Kanye West supporting him. Yeah. So tr- uh, Trump is in hip in hip hop. Like they were talking, they were rapping about Trump back in the days. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he is part of the hip hop, even if he doesn't want, you know <laughs> what I mean? And uh, so I thought that would be interesting just to make, to have my own opinion. And I also wanted to see like, what's the political view of John? Mm. Uh, I think nowadays, like everybody's asking everyone's opinion. So I just wanted to show his opinion. And I was actually very satisfied by his opinion, which means I don't give a fuck. Right. right. Uh, and that's my opinion. I don't vote. So right. I, I refuse to vote. In terms of politics and, and hip hop, uh, did you get a sense that John was kind of, you know, there's, art, there's, there's rappers out there that if you call them a political artist, they'll, yeah, yeah. they'll back away, right? Mm-hmm. And, and even though, and, and, I, and I get that. I get you don't want to be, do you get a sense that, if John, if his political views are pushed enough that he would talk about it in rhyme? But it, dip, it dip. like if you go to political, like for me, I don't believe in politics. So like the thing is like, if they don't, they don't really, for me, yeah, that's my opinion. Eh? 
if politics don't care about me, then I don't care about them. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the fact. They don't really care about us, so I will not care about them. I think Michael Jackson said that yes. too. Yeah. So I like my... All I want to say is they yeah. don't really care they about us. They don't care us. about yes. us, you yeah. know what I mean? So, <clears throat> so John, maybe like we'll put some punchline. He's writing a little bit about it, like, but you don't need to focus on it. You don't need to be like too political because politics divide. And I think that hip hop is made to gather together. And so remove the politics and let's talk about hip hop and bring people together instead of dividing them. I want to ask you more about the the the, 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 the video or the, the process of yeah. filming them. Obviously, you slept somewhat. You did have some sleep. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so, so there were, and as you mentioned, there were cameras all over and you didn't have to man all of them. Um, was there a moment or a couple of moments when you, you know, obviously didn't know you weren't there for six their, weeks. They're yeah. talking mm. that, uh, was that kind of a, was, was a like filmmaker's gold? Like, you know, like it might've not been a good moment with their family mm. or with John and, or his girl, but, but you're like, wow, this is, this is the moment where like, I'm going, I'm so happy this happened, you know? Yeah. No, like in, in terms of fight, like, yeah, there is one moment, like, I was like, okay, in filmmaking way, I was like, that's actually really cool. Uh, but uh, but I, I shouldn't say it, you know what I mean? I shouldn't right. think about it. It's like, it's like last time I was, sh- so I was shooting in Paris, just to give you an example. I was shooting in Paris and there was this yellow vest protest, you know, there's like a big protest now every Saturday. And I went to shoot there and to film. And there was, uh, I've been shot by a cops uh, with, uh, you know, the bullet, uh, yeah, yeah. rubber bullet. Rubber bullet, yeah. And I've been shot, like, and I that that shit hurts like crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like you have no idea, like, and you. But the first thought I was was like, did I tape it? Do I have it in camera? <laughs> and then I realized that I got it, so I was happy. You know what I mean? And that's sad. You shouldn't be happy <laughs> no, about it. But I was like, okay, at least I got it. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's the same thing that happens in the film. Sometimes you have moment and you're like, this is not cool. Right, right. You should be no, you're not like, happy. Yeah. Damn, in my story, that would be cool. You know. Right, right. So yeah, it happens. Well, how about a moment? I mean, let's do a more lighter moment I mean, in terms mm. of like uh, something with watching John, you know, John writing or, mm. you know, him spitting lyrics to himself and kind of you catching those moments. Studio. I like the yeah. studio. Uh, I love music. So this is where like the music's happening. And I love the studio part uh, because you really, it's a creative moment when I, I had the chance to film like from the conversation that we had to the final product, you know what I mean? And then you can see in the film that we're talking about money. In the car, randomly, just like, you know, why money, what's happening? And then on the way to the studio, and when we arrive in the studio, we're like, should make a track about it, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then you can see the process of making it. And then when you listen to the final result, you're like, oh my God, this is just from a conversation. And now we have like actually an actual track about it. So that's the moment where I felt like that's really, really, really cool. When you brought when you brought uh, when you guys finally made it to the studio and you and you brought him, you brought John to this incredible team. Of, yeah, I mean and Houston. And, yeah, Houston. I actually didn't realize they not just the beat making talent, but the actual in- instrument. I mean, yeah, they could play. I mean, yeah, they're real musicians. musicians. Yeah, yeah, um, I love them. Houston Sound Academy. That's so, how like, called. I mean, just to watch them, you know, riff. It was kind of incredible to watch. Um, what were your kind of what, what were your expectations in terms of the what kind of music they would make for John? I, I don't. I didn't know them. Okay, it's just a guy who texted me or messaged me on Instagram the same way I didn't know John. So I'm like going to people, I have no idea who they are. 
So when I'm and I remember I was like asking the guy, the, the Steve, uh, the owner of the studio in Houston. I was like, "Are you sure you're good enough?" You know what I mean? Yeah, like because <laughs> no, because everybody's saying like, "I'm the shit, I'm so good, whatever." But what about if you arrive and you like you suck? You know what right, I mean? Right, and right. the same for John. I was scared that he was like a really terrible rapper because I didn't know. You know what I mean? So I was like, "Oh my god, it may be so bad, and maybe the producer they're bad, and everything will be bad." But then the guy, it happens that. So when I arrive. I already knew what happened. Like uh, we were like three weeks shooting, I think, and I was like, okay, I might need tracks that sounds like this. I might need a track that sounds like this because I already knew what happened in the film. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I've shot. I've seen all the footage already. I'm like editing in my mind, so I'm like, I will need a track about this. I will need a track about that. I will need a track about this, and that was the process. So every day I just come and say like, I've seen the footage. I think we, I'm going to put it in the film, so I will need a track about what happened between him and his girlfriend or about him and his, like, being broke, so mm -hmm. like, about money. And every day was just like, let's, we need to make tracks. We, so you make six tracks in four days, I think. That's amazing. That's, That's wow. great, yeah. That's a, a lot of work. It's, it was. Like, <laughs> this is why we didn't sleep, <laughs> literally. Um, you know, you, you've, done, you've done two documentaries, yeah. right? Um, what, what have you... What kind of what did you what have you learned about yourself in terms of growing as a filmmaker? Uh, like kind of do's and don'ts, you know, like something maybe maybe next time around if you did something like this that you would approach it differently or maybe even keep it the same. I'm actually approaching this one. I'm actually approaching it very differently. This one, I'm 100 percent independent. Uh, I like independence. That's something very important, and uh, it's hard for me to delegate. And you learn that you can't trust anyone. Uh, that's very important. And if you do something, just like do it as soon as, as much as you can do it by yourself. Like, right. do because once you wait after people, that's going to, that makes things very complicated. And that's why in this film, I have the soundtrack, this film as a soundtrack, because the, on my previous film, Follow Me, the struggle to get the music rights, it was insane. Right. So in this time, I was like, I don't care. I'm not going to leave the studio until I have the soundtrack of the film. And when I say soundtrack, it means every single music in the film. So that was a very important lesson. Be careful with the music. That costs a lot if you want the rights. Right. That costs a lot of money. Uh, before I ask you my last question, of course, I want listeners and viewers to know the best way to follow you. Mm. And so if you could tell that real quick, and then I want to ask you my last question. Go ahead. So, no, no. So, oh, sorry. So, so, what, do you, what was uh, the question? Best way sorry. to follow the ah, film, by the best way to follow me? Oh, okay, but film. just go on my Instagram. Uh, it's follow Asri. I have to say it. F-O-L-L-O-W-A-S-R-I. You can watch the film on Netflix, and this one, if we're going to go on tour, so if you're in L.A., Atlanta, Houston, Toronto, Miami, uh, San Francisco, and we're going to come back to New York because we're going to shoot the part two in New York. Awesome. Yeah. So here's my last question. If you, um, if there, is there one kind of scene moment in this film that would be what, like, would sum up kind of everything john's struggle your struggle i think it's the it's big boy uh it's one of the parts with when i interviewing big boy whereas it literally told me that people die for this music and yeah yeah and 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 sometimes you forget you, know, you forgot that you know what i mean it's like you have to pay respect for the people who if you're enjoying hip-hop right now it's because a lot of things happened before you know and uh, and when he say that, I, that's why I live. I, I put it in the film. It's like 
And just a reminder to people, like, you have something very precious that people care so much and you have to respect it. Like, mm -hmm. you can't just use it and throw it and, like, just using it as a, as a money maker or whatever. You can make money, but just, like, you, have, you can respect it, still respect it. And not just, like, being a rapper and, like, maybe next week being an influencer and next week, like, a, you know what I mean? You're a rapper, you're a rapper. Like, respect the people who rap and respect the people who die for it. So, uh... Asri Bandachi. Bandachi. Bandacha. Sorry, my last name's it's not, my, my last know, name's not easy cool. either. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Asri Bandacha, uh, Pursuit of Greatness, his new documentary. Uh, you know, keep following him and checking him out and continue to support. Uh, I want to thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank, thank you. For thank you. It's really cool, man. Thank you so much, Tim. Thank you. I'm telling you, most people aren't built for this world. father wants to be a rapper? He's a rapper? Yeah, but he's already a rapper. He's already a rapper? Mm-hmm. Yeah? He just wants to be more famous. He what? He wants to be more famous. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.